Hello, everyone, and welcome to Next Level People Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood recruiter and the host of this show, Greg Johnson. I am committed to this being a no BS, no fluff show where you'll get to hear from some amazing people about some really interesting topics and walk away with easily implementable action items that will help you get to the next level. So buckle up and let's go. Hey everybody, it's your host, Greg Johnson, aka Recruiting Greg, your friendly neighborhood recruiter, and I have got another amazing guest for you. His name is Ben Ray. You've probably seen him on LinkedIn together with some other LinkedIn rock stars. Uh, But today we're going to jump into an initiative that he started called LinkedIn Focus, and we're going to jump into basically how to add value to your network by creating and sharing original content. So Ben, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, no problem. I'm happy to be here with you, Greg. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, no problem. So Ben, tell us tell us a little bit about who you are and what, what you're all about. What do you do? Yeah, so um, actually just a couple of months ago, I moved from just outside of Las Vegas, Nevada, up to um, Asheville, North Carolina. And so that's where I am now. And that's right about when I started using LinkedIn too, because I was unemployed. I had uh, no job leads out here. And uh, so I, I had to find something. And LinkedIn was one of the places that I was looking among, you know, uh, applying on job boards and things like that. And um, I, right away, I wasn't posting on, on LinkedIn or anything like that, just browsing through the, the jobs that were available and trying to find a job. And it wasn't it wasn't happening. Um, so so the issue was was multifaceted. It's 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 super crowded here in Asheville. There's a lot of people. North Carolina is a beautiful state, but everybody wants to move here. Um, so there's a major uh, job sh- shortage. And so I was having a really difficult time finding employment. Um, and so at one point, I basically just got super frustrated um, with not being able to find a job. And um just decided to start doing something different. And so I built my own website. I started um, going on LinkedIn way more and decided to post on LinkedIn. And um, my first post was about my website that I built. And basically I thought I could attract people to my LinkedIn profile by posting and by showing off my website. And initially there wasn't really much traction. Um, But over time, as I started to develop my voice and I started to post about more different things, um, specifically about uh, asking people how I can help them, um, I started to gain a lot more traction on LinkedIn and had a lot more people look at my profile and, and consequently um, a lot more uh, success through and focused and um, the, other, the other things that I was posting during that time. Uh, so that's pretty much the, the story right now. That's awesome. I love... I love what you mentioned there where uh, I think there's kind of two pieces of types of content, I guess, where one, you're trying to figure out a way to drive people to you uh, by talking about you. Uh, And I think there's a lot of people on LinkedIn that that's their idea of how to use LinkedIn to build business or to build engagement is to talk about themselves and what they do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then 
you saw this shift because this this is exactly how it was for me too. You saw the shift mm -hmm. in engagement when you started talking about basically others. You started providing value and talking about basically trying to help people in your network. And that's that to me is was the huge mind shift because as a recruiter um, or a salesperson or, or whoever, you know, whatever you want to be on LinkedIn, a lot of recruiters, they'll, they'll post, I don't, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like hot job or super urgent, or I need this uh -huh. person right now. And it's seriously, it's like a step below those like wacky <laughs> inflatable whaling flailing arm tube men that you see at yeah. the like used car places. <laughs> right. And, it's basically look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, and yes. nobody wants to do that. It just exactly. you, you're like a, a tantruming kid in Target. Everybody wants to avoid. Exactly. Uh, and, but once you shift to, hey, this is what I learned. I thought that you might want to know it too, and adding value. That's my first. I, I don't know. I don't know what exactly makes a post viral or or not. But my uh -huh. first for me viral post was like exactly that i was just saying it was some like tip that i gave to my network and it got like eight hundred thousand views in a week and i was like holy crap how like right. what did i just do because <laughs> up until that point i had like i was not really that active on linkedin and it just it was wild i got an insane amount of views and i was like i'm gonna try this again and so i like just used a real life ex uh, uh, experience of oh this just happened i'm gonna talk about this same thing not okay i've never gotten up to eight hundred thousand views again since then just i'm uh -huh. not that i'm not that cool yet <laughs> hopefully one day every post i do will get a million views or something like that but uh but yeah no i, I that second time i got i don't know 20,000 and then the next time it was like 8,000 then the next time it was 50,000 and it was I just saw a consistent huge uptick and the only difference was how I approached my network uh, and it was just all about making it about others and not making it about myself so tell me tell me about in focus what what is in focus first of all yeah so so to piggyback off what you were just saying I um in the beginning, I uh, asked after I stopped posting about myself, and I realized, okay, I have to do, I have to do something different. I have to shift the focus off of myself. Well, you know, let's let's just try giving to other um, other people, basically. Right. Um, so, what what I did was ask, how can I help you? And uh, it was just a genuine plea of like, hey, what can I do for you? I'm I'm honestly not a master in anything. I, um, I'm not an expert in anything, but I can just try to help you. And I always saw myself as kind of a jack of all trades kind of guy. And before this, I thought that was a weakness, but actually it's, it's a really great strength of mine. And through that post, I was just able to help so many people in, in so many great, uh, great different ways. And, and people were just super, super thankful for it. Just genuinely thankful that someone went out of their way to just like even ponder their question. Even if you don't have an answer, like you, like I said, I wasn't an expert. You, all you have to do is just genuinely like give, uh, give people's situation, uh, some thought and, and like just some of your actual genuine time. And mm -hmm. they're just so appreciative of, appreciative of that. 
And so through that post where I asked to help people, I just saw how successful that was. And I felt like, oh, my gosh, I feel so uh, fulfilled when I do this for people. Um, and I, I just really want to help more people. But I knew so I knew I couldn't help them one at a time because I got I got so many responses to that post. I just couldn't I could not keep up and I couldn't just continue to help one person at a time. So I needed to expand it outside of myself um, and outside of just helping one person at a time. So that's when I talked to um, my, my good friend in connection that I met through LinkedIn, Terthik Saha. And Terthik and I together brainstormed the idea for In Focus. And um, essentially what it would become is a way to help people uh, through, through the masses and through the community. Um, and so it wouldn't just be me helping, it would be me putting their story out there, uh, for other people to see and just saying, you know, this person is looking for X, Y, Z. Um, they, they, they need help with this, whether it was job related or they had, um, something else going on in their life in their life that they just needed assistance with. Um, and focus was a way to, uh, to do that and, and to find people who could help them. And uh, it evolved over time to feature um, people in the community who have been known to be extremely helpful. So it, it's kind of reversing that role. So featuring the people who are helpful so that the people who need help can also find them. And so it, it, it's kind of evolved into something really, really awesome and um, just built a really great small community around the initiative of people who just genuinely care and want to help others and connect with with awesome people. So that's that's what in focus is. That's awesome. And so how many of those posts do you think you've done so far? Yeah, so right now I'm on number 35 and um, I do them Monday through uh, Thursday. And then on Friday, I post um, a recap of all the people that were featured just to kind of give them a second chance to um, to be highlighted and, and, and be in the spotlight. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't post it on Saturday and Sunday. Um, and slacker. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's for personal reasons, but I, I, I completely yeah, get it's it. Good. Yeah. It's good stuff. But, uh, everybody on LinkedIn, like you don't get obsessed with, with being on all the time, like take time for your family. Um, yeah. you know, so, so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, but, that's, do you have kids? Well, no, 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 not yet. Um, I have a, I have a wife. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. You have any fur babies? Yeah, we have two cats. Yep. Nice. Yeah, we uh, when my wife and I first got married, we had Rico and Zazu, two cats. That one of them was just like a typical cat. The other one, I swear, was a dog in a cat body. It, right. Like, That's what I have too, man. Yeah, it was it was what he would fetch his toys. <laughs> he would and he chewed on freaking everything like but the great thing and my wife like freaking hated it but anything that was hers got chewed but none of my stuff ever got chewed so he went through like her shoes like the desk that i use at home one of the corners is completely chewed off because this cat was just psycho oh my gosh (laughs) uh anyways i digress but so let's let's talk a little bit about you know, the, you started doing this thing and you noticed a, a shift in engagement and I did too. And I think there is everybody that I've ever spoken to have noticed that same pattern 
of mm-hmm. when they try to make it about themselves, they don't get that much. But when they put the focus on other people, all of a sudden, all those other people focus on them. And so that right there, I think, is the very first thing. If you get anything out of this episode, that's the one piece of information to walk away with. If you focus on others, others are going to focus on you. And so that's how you drive engagement. But let's talk about somebody that, I mean, for me specifically, for a long time, I was terrified to put anything up on LinkedIn, uh, whether it was I didn't feel like I had anything good to talk about, uh, or it was I wrote something down and I almost hit submit 50 million times, but just chickened out and never did. Um, how, how do you get somebody that uh, just kind of has that mind or mental block or the uh, analysis paralysis to start engaging and actually creating a meaningful engagement on their profile? Right. Yeah. So I, I, I think a lot of the hang up are, is around um, fear. And I think a lot of those fears that we create in our mind, um, those what ifs, they're really, they end up being uh, illegitimate and they end up being false. Mm-hmm. And uh, you think, what if my previous boss sees this? What if my, you know, coworker or whatever sees this? Um, what if I don't, um, what if I get trolls on my page? All, all this what if stuff. And even if that stuff, some of those things do come true, um, they're not nearly as bad as you thought they were. Mm-hmm. It, 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 not everything's going to, the world's not going to end because you, you posted something on LinkedIn. And, and um, it's not a disaster if, uh, you know, a, a troll stops by to, to say something you can report <laughs> and you can report and delete the comment. I mean, it's easy as that. And you, you or you can toy with them and, and have fun like, like you and Adam and, and Sean like to do. Um, that's, that's totally up to you. Um, but it's, you know, those fears, they tend to freeze us, but if we can just for one time break through them, just post once, try it and you'll see it's not so bad. Um, and, and I think that's, I think that's really the key is just going after it and, and, and just doing it. Um, but just observe what other people are posting on LinkedIn too. And you can kind of mimic that. I'm not saying to steal someone's post or anything, but just, you know, you can mimic what people are doing and kind of do your own spin on it related to what you're doing and what you're involved in. And the other thing I would say is that you don't have to necessarily post something that's directly related to your uh, to your industry. So when I started on LinkedIn, all I knew about was like marketing. That was my specialty, but I really just didn't want to post about marketing. Um mm-hmm. And so that's why I ended up posting about other people really um, was, you know, because I like to put the attention on other people and take it off of myself. And I really didn't feel like I had anything interesting about marketing to share, Um, whether that was true or false. It was a good thing that I ended up focusing on other people. So you can always do that. Um, Just take someone else in the community that you're inspired by and just write about them and write about what you're, what they do and how you're inspired by it. That would be, that would be a clutch post. Yeah. No, I, so that you just kind of, I guess, put my entire LinkedIn journey in a nutshell, <laughs> like perfectly. You know, it's probably, and I think it's probably, again, it's the same kind of pattern that a lot of us that have started to create content on LinkedIn went through, where, you know, at first it's like, 
holy crap, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Uh, And then one day, for whatever reason, maybe your finger twitched a little bit too hard and you actually hit submit, you know? And then you're like, okay, that wasn't that bad. Uh, Right. And then you're like, okay, like, like, for example, for me, and this is, I, my post that got like 800,000 views, that is not normal. If you get a post that like you post out and you get 200 views and that's 150 views more than you're used to, that's a huge win. Don't think that the first post that you do, uh, is going to automatically be viral because it's not i mean let's just right. be honest it's probably not going to i don't know why mine went the way it did and i've, I've right. tried to recreate that so many times and like <laughs> even i forget which post it was it was recent i posted something i was like oh this is gonna go viral for sure this is so good right. and it got like almost nothing i was like what the heck right what just happened that's uh, the thing about virality and that that's why you can't you can't chase it and you, yeah. you we shouldn't and we shouldn't be trying to chase it it, it might you know, if you keep posting, if you post every single day, I mean, it's just like rolling the dice. Like eventually it's going to happen. Right. But I would just suggest that you don't um, just don't go after it and you don't need to. And right. actually building up your network slowly and surely, um, even if you're just getting 1,000, you know, 2,000 post, uh, views at a time, which is, is great. That's 2,000 people that weren't viewing your posts before or your profile. Um, then that's awesome. And you're going to build some really valuable relationships. And that's what LinkedIn really is, is all about, is about building relationships. And one awesome way you can do that is through posting. Yeah. No, another part that you mentioned was mimicking others. And I think that right there, obviously do not plagiarize somebody else's stuff because that's (laughs) like, one, that's messed up. And two, it's a very good way to get caught and be, get put on blast on LinkedIn. It's just right. not a good idea. But that's, for me, that's how I kind of figured out my style. I looked at people that were in my space. Um, and for one of them, I will shout this guy's name out as often as I can because he has probably influenced my style more than anybody else. His name is Ed Nathanson, mm-hmm. uh, Red Pill Talent. But... I looked at him and I watched him for a while and I, I kind of uh, would post stuff similar to, to what he was posting. And then there was this other guy, Jim Stroud, uh, who is just like a juggernaut in the recruitment space. And then there's JT O'Donnell and there's like all these people. And I would just kind of like, I don't know, st- I, lack of a better phrase, I would stalk them uh, yep. and just like see what they're doing. And it's through kind of experimenting with the different styles and meshing all of those people together that I found my own personal style, my own voice. And right. that's, that is such a key piece of information right there is if you don't know how to start, look at the other people that you really like, that you really respect in that space and see what they're doing. I really like that piece of advice. Exactly. And I, I think um, you'll get, you'll get your voice over time and you'll get your style of writing over time Mm -hmm. and figure out what to write about over time. So if you can just pick a topic to write about, just go for it, see how people in your network respond to it. And if it doesn't do so well, pick something new the next day and and post about that. But if you, if you never start, you're never going to find out what you, what you should be writing about. And you're never going to know right off the bat, like what, 
really what's going to work for you and your mm -hmm. network. So you just have to kind of go through that phase of not knowing and things will slowly develop over time to where you do figure it out. Right. And there's, there are baby steps to this too. It's not like you have to come up with a topic out of thin air and really sit down and force yourself to write out 1300 characters right. on a, a, a post or it, ha, however long you want to put a, a LinkedIn article as uh, you could, what you could do is let's say you, you've seen somebody's article. Like for example, let's say I'm trying to start off. I mentioned Ed Nathanson. I see something that mm -hmm. he posts. I really, really like it. I can't, I don't feel like I'm able to write an entire article just yet. What I can do is share that and write maybe three sentences of why I think this is such an awesome article and share it to my network. Right. That That is a really solid baby step. And if you oh, do yeah. that once a week, eventually you're going to start seeing maybe somebody comments, say, oh, thanks for sharing this. And then uh, you might just through those baby steps, it might kind of snowball into, okay, maybe I could write my my first original post or uh you know most for me and i don't know how you go about doing this that that actually might be my my next question for you is the way that i come up with my posts is it's whatever's happening in that moment i don't mm -hmm. typically plan out i'm going to talk about this 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 and this monday through friday and like sit down and force myself to write it out i'm just for me that's one that's it would take way more time and effort for me. Uh, and two, I just, uh, it's really hard. I don't, I don't like doing that personally. <laughs> right. I, I think that's a great way to uh, end up burning out actually. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> as you're trying to schedule these posts and you're trying to um, come up with such a, a fancy way of doing it and this fancy algorithm for doing it. But, but really you just, just posting in the moment um, has been the way that I do it too. Okay. And that's that's when you get those passionate posts and you get the posts that have your personality in it. And if you schedule them ahead of time, <clears throat> you might end up um, just kind of scripting them a little too much and it might not be that natural. And I think people kind of see through that or they just don't get as much traction. Um, so I, that's the best way to do it. But for, for me, um, I do have in focus, which I know I'm going to post Monday through Thursday. So I, I, I know I'll always have content for those days, which is, is nice and that's cool. But in focus alone wouldn't, wouldn't keep me moving forward. Um, I do still need to post like my own um, just original, genuine content. Um, so I continue, I continue to do that. But like you just said, it's really pretty much in the moment or I'll think about something like I'll be falling asleep at night and be like, oh, man, I think I'm going to post about that tomorrow and that and right. then it'll become become uh, a post and that's it <laughs> yeah no exactly that's that's the exact same way that i do it and some of the like i don't post every single day like i post i pro i post probably on average maybe three mm -hmm. plus times a week um mm -hmm. but then there's some people like freaking adam karpiak that is just i don't i'm still not 100 percent sure if he is human because <laughs> posts just like good stuff all the oh, time. Oh yeah, no, it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, how, how does he do it? But it just—he's just one of those natural uh, people that can that can just uh, type up gold and like. I'm sure he does it in like two seconds. I doubt he thinks about it much, and it's just freaking amazing. So he, he's just a rare breed. 
but um, not everybody's going to be like that. And, and you don't want to burn out. So um, just, just, just post when you have something to post, but, but don't, you know, let that hold you back and don't let that, that freeze you up. Don't just be like, Oh, well, I don't have to post anything today, so I'm not going to, but if you have something that you think you could put out there and you think it could be good for the community and bring you some relationships and some discussion, then just, just put it out there, type something up, take five minutes and, and hit post. Yeah, no, 100%. I think I think what stopped me for a long time, and this is probably true for a lot of the listeners, is you look at an Adam Karpiak, or you look at an Ed Nathanson, or Lindsey Mustaine, or Ben Ray, and you're like, oh man, like, I'm just not at that level yet. I can't do this. And so you just don't. But right. like, I think what you got to understand is I was in that spot for a long time and it wasn't until I actually started doing it that I realized, Oh, this isn't, this isn't necessarily rocket science and there's no real, like I have to do this. It's just like, it kind of, kind of comes naturally and you don't have, like you are never going to be an Adam Karpiak. I am right. never going to yes. be uh, a Ben Ray or a Lindsay Ma- or a Michaela Alexis, like 100%. Right. Like I respect the crap out of all of those people, but I will never be them. And I, now after doing this for a while, I don't want to be them. I, I want to be who I am. And that's why going back to figuring out your style by looking at all those people and seeing what they're doing and how they're doing it, uh, you, you figure out, I would rather be Greg Johnson than Adam Karpiak or Sean Hervey or Ben Ray or anybody else. Uh, right. And it's it's kind of a, it's a really cool self uh, realization or, or self I don't know what to call it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like, I don't, I don't want to be the next, whatever. I want to be the first me. Right. And, uh, um, I think, I think we can often get caught up in, um, all these various influencers and, uh, you know, people who are super successful and say, Oh, I want to be the next like this person. Um, but if you do that, I I almost guarantee you that you'll fail. Mm -hmm. Um, just because you're not going to be yourself and you're not going to be happy doing it. Ultimately, uh, you, you, through being yourself, you, you find out, you find this level of confidence and ability that you never knew that you had and you become your best self. And that's what, that's what this is all about. So definitely agree there. Just post genuinely be, be yourself Um, in the beginning, you know, mimic others, but, develop into your own into your own form right and here's like here's something that i've discovered and i'm curious if i mean i've i feel like in this conversation i've we've kind of uncovered a lot of patterns uh mm-hmm. but for me the stuff that i post about like the uh, like tips and tricks or whatever you want to call it uh the things that have gotten the most traction are the things that for me, because I've been in my space and in my zone as a recruiter in the talent acquisition and all that space, it's so elementary to me. But then when I post about it and break Mm -hmm. it down, those are the things people are like, oh my gosh, this is such amazing information. And then I realize, oh, it's this like super simple, easily digestible information that you put out there that people actually value. It's when I think my problem in my early writing and i think i've taken most of my early linkedin articles down because it was very clearly forced 
where I was trying to make it so good and use just the right words and talk about this specific topic as, as if I'm like some crazy guru expert on it. (laughs) Exactly. But the, the things that I get the most engagement on are when I break things down to a kindergarten level and people eat that up. It's the simplicity of it that gets people going. Have you noticed that too? I mean, what, what is it that you've noticed like really resonates with your audience? Absolutely. I mean, one of my most popular posts, what was the least characters I've ever written on LinkedIn? Right. It it must've been, I mean, it must've been like 50 words or or less, which is not nearly 1300 characters. It was, it was literally just, here's what I've learned. Here's what I came to LinkedIn for. And here's what I found instead. And then I just listed out what I found. And then I said, what have you found? (laughs) And that got over 200,000 views. Yeah. And it was, it, it, it was from my heart. It was genuine. It was like, I, I, that day I was just like super overcome by like, wow, I, I, I came to LinkedIn trying to find a job cause I was unemployed. And instead I like built my own business. I, you know, met all these amazing people. I've gotten so many, so many views and so much traction on this platform. It's just ridiculous. And then I wanted to hear what other people have found on LinkedIn outside of just like finding a job and what it's brought them. Because I had a feeling that, um, so many other people here have found really special things on this platform. Um, and it was true. And I got tons of feedback, tons of engagement and made so many relationships through that post, but it was so just simple. It was just off the top of my head. And it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't need to be complex. And I think that's a big part of the fear of I'm not a master in my field, so I can't post about this. Right. It's, it's not like that. It's not like that. Everybody could use a tip. Everybody could use some help. And no matter how simple it is, someone could benefit from that. So don't be afraid to share that knowledge. Yeah. No, it's the, I think for, for both of us, it sounds like the more simple messages, uh, the more simple the message is, the more, uh, I guess, viral it becomes because that, that one that was like, just went nuts for me. That's what, Mm -hmm. it was something super simple. I think it was about, uh, like an interview tip or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like so simple and it was something that happened that day like five minutes before I actually hit submit to post it. And it was just genuine from the heart, really easy tip on an interview thing. And it just went nuts. And so that's like anybody that's listening right now that has been wanting to start creating original content. I think instead of trying to figure out how to make the perfect post, instead of trying to figure out how to make it perfect, try to make, try to figure out a way to make it simple like mm-hmm. break it down so it's easy so that somebody that's never ever been in your field or somebody that has never done what you've done could take that information and run with it or ask a simple question at the end of it this is what happened like like ben said this is what i thought this is what happened what happened to you like that's mm-hmm. that's a really like that anatomy of that post is really solid and easily duplicatable. Right, exactly. You you just need one uh, topic. I, I would say focusing on one topic and one question is is key. And those questions are all around us. 
people are asking us these questions on social media, they're on Quora. Uh, you see people post these questions on LinkedIn looking for an answer. Mm-hmm. You can be the person to either ask that question or answer it. Bo- both, both can be successful, but just focus on one, uh, one point. I think that's the that's the key, making it easily digestible for people. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you ask nine questions or you hit on nine different topics in the entire post, you're you're just going to get scrolled right past. Yep, right past. So people exactly. have to see that point right away. Yeah, no, and that what you just said. Uh, I'll take it outside of LinkedIn a little bit. Uh, if you send an email to somebody, mm-hmm. don't include every single question that you want them to answer in that first email because you might get one answer (laughs) and then you look like an idiot because you're sending all these other questions like oh but what about all these and they're like i just i only answered one because i don't have time to answer all the other 10. Uh, right and same thing with if you're reaching out to anybody on linkedin if they accept your uh uh invite don't automatically just word vomit your entire oh, life gosh. story with oh, 50 yeah. questions in there because they're yep. like i would love to hear your entire life story <laughs> i just don't someone have asked it. me that someone asked me that actually in an invita- invitation they said tell me your life story i don't <laughs> I, I don't have the time for that i'm so yeah. sorry like yeah. i'm so sorry but you can't you can't do that to people just yeah. just make it really simple and quick mm-hmm. exactly so ben uh, if you were to kind of break down uh, your philosophy on content on LinkedIn or any platform, really, what uh, what would you say, you know, the three bullet points or the, f- the five top things or whatever you break it down into, what would you say those things are? If somebody walked away from this episode and these are the only points that they hear the entire episode, what's most important? Right. So first of all, I would say um, provide value. Um, next would be, uh, to be genuine and be yourself, um, and create a, create a discussion. Don't, don't just post at people, um, post with people and encourage, uh, people to, to talk. Awesome. I love that last point. Don't post at people, post with people. That is that right. is a really good nugget. Awesome. Well, Ben, obviously people can find you on LinkedIn. Uh, it's Ben Ray. It's B-E-N-R-E-A, and he's got a magnifying glass next to his name. Uh, is there anywhere else that people you would want people to find you? No, that's really it, man. I'm not on other social media channels except for Facebook. Um, just I'm not even really ever on Facebook. So just find me on LinkedIn. That's where I live. I'm on there from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, and anybody can shoot me a connection request. Just personalize it and tell, tell me you heard about heard about me on the podcast or whatever. Just introduce yourself in some way real quick and uh, we'll get to know each other better. Yeah. And make sure that you share your entire life story and ask Ben <laughs> his when you send that invite. <laughs> Please don't. Awesome. Please, don't. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. Oh, God. Uh, well, Ben, I really appreciate your time. This has been an awesome conversation, and I've loved the patterns that I've seen in here, and I actually have learned a lot from you in this conversation. So thank you so much for stopping by, and I would love to do this again with you sometime soon. 
Awesome. Yeah, no, this was this was great. Thank you so much for having me on. All right. Well, Ben, I will see you on LinkedIn. Man, I have absolutely loved chatting and geeking out about content creation on LinkedIn with my buddy Ben. And something that I've noticed that I want you guys to understand is there is a pattern between all the people that have kind of hit it big or whatever you want to call it on LinkedIn from Lindsay Mustaine to Michaela Alexis to Adam Karpiak to Ben Ray and everybody else that's made it big. All of us started very humbly. We didn't start off virally. We didn't start off and just all of a sudden get thousands and thousands of followers. It was something that we had to have the guts to click publish and then have the guests to do it again the next day and the next day and the day after that and it's all about adding value to others not screaming look at me look at me look at me it's all about adding value to others and having the guts to click publish so if that's all you hear for the entire episode i hope that's it have the guts to click publish